Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Elhamdülillahi Rabbil alemin. Ve sallallahu ve sellem ala seyyidina Muhammed ve ala alihi ve sahbihi ve sellem. We're looking today at the ninth juz of the 30 ajza of the Holy Quran in which we cover the approximately the second half of Surat Al-A'raf and the first half of Surat Al-Anfal. I wanted to look today at two verses in Surat Al-A'raf which summarize again uh, some of the main concerns of this latter half of the surah which looks at uh, in some detail the story of Moses with his people first of all with Pharaoh and then the delivery of his people and then their wandering and some of the shortcomings uh, of his followers the people who violated the Sabbath uh, and so on and then it mentions a general rule with an image of those who are given knowledge and then turn away from it after that and that they are really the lowest of people God says Ta'ala in verse 175 وَاتْسْلُ عَلَيْهِمْ نَبَأَ الَّذِي آتَيْنَاهُ آيَاتِنَا Recite to them the news of the one to whom we have given our verses, our signs. Again, that every revealed scripture, every revelation is a sign which points to the majesty of God. And so we gave this person our signs. We gave this person something of this sacred knowledge. فَانْسَلَخَ minha, But he completely removed himself from it. Insilakh is a fascinating word. Uh, Silch. It's a reference to removing the skin of an animal in its or in its etymological origin. So in Salakha Minha, it's as if to say he removed himself completely from this knowledge, just like skin is removed from a sheep. Uh, so it's a very again a visual word which implies that there was a deep connection, after which there was a thorough severing, and they became thoroughly separate. And so he was surrounded by knowledge, he understood knowledge, he completely understood what it was, and then he completely removed himself from it and its dictates altogether. And so what was the consequence for Atzba'ahu shaitan And so the, the scheming of the devil caught up with him. فَكَانَ مِنَ الْغَاوِينَ And so he was of those who lead astray. After, he used to be of those who were able to guide. And then the next verse continues, وَلَوْ شِئْنَا لَرَفَعْنَاهُ بِهَا Had we willed, we would have raised him by this knowledge. But, وَلَكِنَّهُ أَخْلَدَ إِلَى الْأَرْضِ But he found his comfort and his residence on the ground, on the lowly ground of the earth. He could have been raised to heaven. He could have been a higher form of being. But he didn't want to be high. He found all of his comfort in being base. And he closely followed his lusts altogether. And so what is this verse telling us is that knowledge is not an end. It is a means to an end. That end is a life of connection to God. Service of God. Worship of God, lowliness before God. 
knowledge is a means to understand what it means to live life for God Jalla wa'ala. and so knowledge is meant to raise a person knowledge cannot have no effect it either raises you or you abase yourself and there's no middle grounds when it comes to a life of knowledge and so the people who knowledge raises who are they? They are the ones who never separate themselves from the dictates of this knowledge. And that is what protects them from the scheming of the devil. And so they constantly stay of those who guide, not of those who lead astray. And so a person then finds his comfort in being high. Knowledge is meant to make you a higher form of being. If it doesn't do that, then it might well be that you're that your real desire is to stay base, to stay lowly, and to follow your lusts. And so the way of knowledge is constantly a way of, of opposing lusts, doing what is superior, what is better, over merely what is more pleasurable or enjoyable. And that this is the means for a person to be a higher human, to rise up to heaven and to leave the lowly earth behind one. And so the choice is ours then. Do we want to be raised by knowledge? Or do we want to lower ourselves despite the knowledge that we have? If we aim for the latter, then we are a very low animal of the animals of God. Because the verse continues and says, فَمَثَلُهُ كَمَثَلِ الْكَلْبِ The example of him is like that of a dog. And again, in the old world, you know, dogs weren't bred for you know, being house pets. They were just these wild, lowly sort of creatures. And says, إِن تَحْمِلْ عَلَيْهِ يَلْهَثْ أَوْ تَتْرُكْهُ يَلْهَثْ Whether you chase him down and, cha- and drive him away, you find him panting, struggling for breath, you know, with his tongue hanging out, and this very, again, it's a, it's a lowly image. أَوْ تَتْرُكْهُ يَلْهَثْ And if you leave him alone, he's still panting for breath. He still has his tongue hanging. And so, What's it saying? He is in his in his whether whether you honor him or not, whether you're kind to him or not, he is this lowly image of a lowly being. He is base, and knowledge can't raise someone who is base in their inclinations, in their desires, and in their aspirations. Knowledge raises those who seek God, and they seek God alone. Jalla wa'ala. That is the mark of those people who reject our signs. And so relate this news. That, hap- that happily they might reflect. So we have to reflect and we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make everything we learn a means to raise us closer and closer to the heaven of the supreme human beings that were the prophets والسلام, and to take us away from the lowly lusts of people who rejected the prophets and we ask God that we should not be the most lowly of all people which is those who knew and then turned away